My name is Calvin Nellum, and I got my brothers from another mother from the D. I got my brother Q and Brooks. What's going on? Man, y'all just all flyed up, man. I got my thighs all out. Y'all got all the... what? Oh, man, looking too good for a brother, man. What's going on? How y'all doing? Man, just, this is his lounge room, man. Gotta be comfortable, so... Okay, okay. Life is good, though, man. Life is good. Life is good. What's going on, Q? Life is great, man. Um, I think it's uh, really important, uh, especially whenever we are, you know, coming together as a family, always to just appreciate each other. Um, hope everybody out there is staying safe, social distancing. Um, I'm just so happy to be here with my former students, former students. Right. Came down, uh, came down. Uh, Q, where are you coming from down? Uh, Chicago. I live in Chicago. I grew up born and raised in Detroit. Chicago, you know, I better play for me. I did that. Cool, cool, cool. And then Brooks, what's up, man? I'm still in the city. Um, I'm doing work here and there. Um, I've been making business trips over to Illinois and uh, North Carolina for uh, modeling and uh, other than that, just been out the way. Absolutely, absolutely, man. And I'm so happy to have you all here today. Um, today, you know, for for a lot of us, this is our uh, break for some teachers. Um, this is another Friday. Um, but um, today we're going to appreciate, we're going to talk about um, my first experience as a teacher um, and then really just talk about um, the connection that it's important to have when you're building relationships with students, especially when you're working with students, you know, that are different from you, specifically like really different from you. Um, my mom used to always tell me again, Calvin, if you want to be a teacher, you have to be more than a teacher. You have to be an educator. She said an educator not only teaches kids a subject area, a subject area like English, math or, you know, how to derive an equation. An educator, an educator teaches that student how to survive. What do you all think about that? Um, the difference between being an educator and a teacher and have you had more teachers or educators in your life? Um, I would say I have more. Uh teachers than educators, but the educators that um, I've summoned on, they came later on during my um, last few years of school, and I was fortunate enough to have that because I was able to acquire a lot of information, like for you, for example, like you were able to teach me other things than just uh, physics. It's just about a livelihood. You taught me about like more of my history. Like I wasn't so familiar with uh, the Black Panthers. And the more and more, like, you went in depth with just more of the black figures, the ones that we weren't so familiar with, the more we just were able to deprogram ourselves and not just, you know, flow um, real smooth in class, but just overall outside of, you know, the classroom. So that was just very, you know, fortunate, you know, on my, on my end just to, you know, get your information, you know. So you are, no doubt. <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. You want to make me cry, man. You want these compliments and stuff. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. What about you, Q? Uh, mine, mine is uh, like, you know, you, you, at one point of our, you know, your teaching journey, you made us feel like we were brothers, you know, mm -hmm. brothers and sisters, because, you know, it's just like a teacher, they can remove themselves from the teacher yeah. and be them, like Nellum or Calvin, whoever you may call him. And he te he showed us him, mm -hmm. it's always gonna be genuine. Like, and the age played a part in that too. 
And as you can see, Q was the one that was always on my bad side, and Brooks was always on my good side because you know you try to put that little first name in there. But it's all good because yeah, this yeah. is my brother, man. Right? He's saying like Nelvin, Nelvin is the teacher. Calvin is you. Yeah, yeah. Calvin is me, and it's important uh, for educators to not only show them the teacher side, but show them their inner self, and that could be the Calvin to them. Right. Yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. So let's 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 bring it all the way back, okay? So um, where we met, where we started, okay? So I was um, first year educator, jumped straight out of college, right into it. I told myself that I wanted to go to the city where that needed me the most, no matter where it was at. It could have been in Afghanistan, it could have been in Australia, whatever. Put me there. I'm going to teach some kids how to do math and science. I got an opportunity to become a teacher, fellow with the Kellogg Foundation. They said, if you go to this city, teach there for five years, you'll pay for your schooling. And you not only have to be a teacher, right? We have to, you have to be an educator, right? And so I have to really like make this like really significant. We go to teacher tip of the week, right? When we're talking about educating, right, it is not a two-year job. It is not a three-year job. It is a 15, 12-year investment. When you're talking about teaching kids, right, getting kids to learn, right, you have to build that relationship. That means you have to care about them, care about them enough to spend your time to teach them some stuff that is probably hard for them to do, right? And they're probably not going to get it the first time, not the second time, not the third time. And your relationship with them is probably going to be the only bridge to get them to get those equations, Right. And, and, and so and so we have to understand that that that, yo, I know we super happy teachers. You know, we in this virtual setting It's super hard right now. I know y'all don't want to just give up right now, but chill, relax, relax. I don't know, man. I'm just talking about like. I feel like the grace that we should be having during this pandemic, a lot of teachers are, you know, they have their rights to feel the way they feel. But it's just a disappointing to see that. We have a lot of selfish teachers out there. We have a lot of selfish educators that they don't put kids first. And I, I know for me... Go ahead. Would you call them selfish educators, though? How, how are they educators if they're selfish? And they don't put the kids first. That's a great point. So they're probably not educators. They're probably just, you know, a person with a job, right? And probably just trying to collect the check. And so I, 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 I wanted to um, start off with that. And saying that it's it's an investment, right? And so when I first decided to come to Detroit, I knew that I was going to be here for a while. I knew that it was going to be hard. And um, when I got past my tests and I was decided to go to the schools, I don't know if I told y'all this, but it was any school. I was like, just put me in any school. Like, I didn't have like a preference. I didn't care about the demographics. I didn't care about the neighborhood. I didn't care about none of that. I was like, I came here to help. I got a physics degree. I got all this knowledge. Put me anywhere and let me go. Now. What was the first day in Mr. Nelm's class, right? What was what was that first day like? Oh yeah, man. First day was very irritating. <laughs> I think I think what it was, he he was trying to. Uh, oh man, what was the school we go to? I'm sorry, I didn't even say. Detroit uh, Community High. And where is it at? Uh, Burt Road, Brightmore area, between my school craft area. Okay, and give him a little context of where that is at in Detroit, relative. Uh, West side of Detroit, you know. It get crazy, you know. Wow. You know, it's just it's a it's a it's a bad neighborhood, but it got good hope. You know, it got hope. Though. 
and it has potential. And when I saw the neighborhood, I was like, yeah, this is a neighborhood that has been, uh, what's the opposite of uh, not appreciating it? What's the word for that? Yeah, depreciated, right? It was just there and people left. And they were like, I don't care no more. There's no people here, but there are people there. There are humans, there are families there, there are people trying to survive. And when I first saw it, I'm like, yo, there's beautiful black people here. Let's get it. First day, Mr. Knowles class. Go ahead. Like I said, the first day, here to take, man. <laughs> I went, who is this dude? You know, he got the same type of hairstyle as us. You know, you can tell that he young, swagger way different than us, you know. It was just like, who is this dude? What are you about? You know, we just, we were just basically taking you out. Mm-hmm. You know, what you really were about. And then, you know, now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. Grown up. Missing on this podcast. Must be important, right? Made a difference. What what was it, I guess, like, what was the dynamic before I got there and then when I got there? I'm not even trying to toot my own horn. We're trying to get to a point of the importance of educators and the mindset of investment, right? And I'm going to contradict myself, but it all is going to come together. But go ahead, Brooks. So, um, what's the question? The question is, like, what was it like, you know, before into when I first got there. Like, what What, what was it? What was it? What was the... the difference between when you, when yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At DCH. So, um, um, before you got there, uh, we had, like, a few. And, like, and that's not that many um, educators, you know, people that really wanted, you know, wanted us to thrive, you know, wanted us to have information that we can put in our pockets to, you know, once we graduate, we can use this, you know? So, we had about, like, three... And that school was small as hell. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people didn't really, you know, care about educating us. They just wanted to collect the check. They're like, you can go ahead and do this. We always had substitutes anyway. So we barely had, like, a, a solid teacher. Yeah. So that's before you got there. Um, once you got there, though, uh, it was, uh, we was profiling, no doubt. Because, like, like he, like he said, like, who is this guy, you know? Yeah. He don't act like a normal, like, teacher would, you know, like, I just do a or something like that, you know? Okay. It's, it's just more so, uh, he young, and, like, maybe he can, he, he can relate to it, you know? He might not be on that type of times where he's just honest just to be honest. Yeah. But the very first day, it was irritating, too. Cause I don't know what you was with the, with the little book, uh, icebreaker. We had to get out of this. Like, why do you have to do this? We walking around the circles. Everybody complaining like, what is this? Oh, I want to go back to this class. No, oh, I'm like, for real, for real. Uh-huh. But, you know, through that, and, um, that semester, we just ended up growing collectively as a family though. Right. And uh, not even including seminar, just us as a class. You had the, the young women and the young men because we, you just, you taught us math and physics, but you also taught, taught us uh, lessons for, for life, you know, Got like, it. after the books. I was a first-year teacher, right? It was my first year teaching, so let me bring that contact. And if you all don't know, your first-year teacher is hell, always. I'm just let y'all know that. Like, that was my worst-year teaching. Like this- so Despite y'all saying that, in my eyes, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, compared to where I'm at now, bittersweet, though. Um, I was new, right? I was just trying to figure it out. I was, I just remember I was, had this big old, I remember, I remember those stack of uh, papers you would put the, uh, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you were, that's why I said you do it. That's why I said he was like, 
Well, you, you do what you want. Right, yeah. I just, the paper just kept getting stacked and stacked and it never got graded, right? Um, but, you know, I was learning, right? And and you, you said something, you said profile. And I want to talk about profiling because whenever I think about profiling, I think about mistrust or trust, right? If I have to profile someone, I have to try to gauge them, try to figure out who they are before I fully give them my full self. So kind of talk about any one of you all. What were your teachers like? What was that? What was, what was oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, talk about like y'all teachers growing up in elementary school and middle school. Like, like, what, how would you grade them? Do you think that it went? To, you you develop like a mistrust for your teachers where you had to feel like you had to profile me when you first met me. Like, why? Why did you feel like you had to profile me? It is like like you said. We we seen that you were a black young man. So that was the profile. It was like, it was like, it's the thing in us. It's like, we gonna do it, you know. It was a kind of force. It's, it's like, it's, it's gonna happen. We gonna, black man gonna profile black man. It's like, it's gonna happen. So we okay. did that. It wasn't like, we had younger, when we were younger, we had teachers. Most of the teachers were white. Some would be black. But it's like, you didn't profile them though. Because you didn't look at it as like, I can relate to that person. Why not though? I'm curious why. Like, why? I mean, like, so how, give me your perspective. Like, how can a twelve-year-old try to do that? How can a twelve-year-old relate to a sixty-year-old person? And they were sixty in two thousand five, though. Give me, be, like, specific. Like, can you think of a teacher maybe where it was like hard for you to kind of like? Con- a teacher name is English uh, school called Winterhalter. Mm-hmm. It's probably uh, shut down now. And uh, she was about sixty, seventy, and I'm like. She's so old school, she's not even old. You know, like, she can't relate. Yeah. It's just, like, the whole vibe is off. And, like, and I remember that. I was in third grade. And it's, like, you still remember it. Like, it's just like that. But, like, with you, we vibed. It's, like, you listen to hip-hop. This clip right there. He on that. He doing that. He, you know. Yeah. And he cared. Everything is there. He cared. Like, you showed it that he cared. So, it was, like, yeah, but he good for life with us. That was a process for me, y'all. I want y'all to know that, like, it was a... I call myself a bilingual, even though I only speak one language. I say that because... So, you know, I'm from New Orleans, right? Right, right. And I lost my... You can't even tell, right? Because when I moved to Virginia, I had to kind of, like, stop talking like that because I used to get bullied for it. Right. And I had to speak a different language. I had to speak, like, the people from Virginia or people from Maryland, people from DMV, so I can navigate those things. And I learned that that was a survival tactic because even when I was in uh, elementary school, I used to get bullied a lot because kids knew that I was from the suburbs. Right. They could tell, right? Because they were profiling me and I used to get bullied because of that. And so I would have to try to like assimilate and take on their culture so I can, you know, survive. And I will honestly tell you those skills were very, very useful when I... I feel like that helped me build a, that relationship with y'all because I was really... I wasn't judgmental. I was just like, yo, I'm here, and whatever y'all here to give me, I, I don't know. What y'all, what y'all think about that? I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, you, you shaped your whole life for this. And like you said, you picked, you said any school, and it's like, it's crazy that you picked this school. It's like you said, you got bullied, right? Yeah. yeah. And it molded you to who you are today. Right. right. But like you say, I don't feel like you changed. I feel like you didn't change yourself because we didn't bully you. Yeah, y'all accept. So, 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 my next question is, how did I pass that test? Yeah, when I first, you know, what? 
and pause real quick. So teachers, this is super important. I know we haven't talked about like nothing like academic, but I'm just really talking about culture is how we build our relationships. If I can connect with your culture, then I can build a relationship with you for me to listen to you, for me to learn from you, right? In order for you to build that culture, you have to appreciate that culture. In order for you to appreciate that culture, you can't think that that degree, that knowledge, your ego is going to really get these kids to learn. That ain't it. Really is listening. Go ahead, brother man. Um, so what you was talking about for, as far as like when you were younger, uh, you got bullied because they could tell you it's from a suburb. Yeah. We couldn't tell where you were from, but it's like it wasn't somebody yeah. that we... You're not straight. You're not straight. That's what we look yeah, at. Yeah, we, we most definitely can tell. Like, what does that mean? Like, you're not... It's where like, you carry yourself, you carry yourself like a sophisticated young brother. Yeah. Not like somebody that is ignorant and that is on some hot, hot, hot type of time. Is that what street is? Would you define that? Street is an act. Oh, okay, okay, so define street for me so I like, can I mean, like, distinguish you know, from being what you said. You know, it's just, it's, it, it, the whole podcast would be on this. I don't, I really can't put it in one word, but it's just like. Because <laughs> I could be the teacher be like, yo, what's up? I'm cool, 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 hip hop, street, street, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could do be, that. It still would be like, nah, that ain't true. Okay, right, right. You can be in the only right there, mm -hmm. but you came, you came to us like you, you know, can just hear. You, you can, you can, like, you be like, okay, I'm familiar with this crowd. That's that's how it is. Like you looked at us like I'm familiar with this crowd. I had this type of crowd when I was younger though. Yeah. But instead, I'm much more. I'm, I'm older and I'm, I'm I'm mature now, so that I can, I can um you know understand you know where they come from a little bit. I got let me pick their brain, you know. Yeah. And so once she was doing those icebreakers. The more you're, you're starting to understand this as a class from, you know, from just us being some years younger than you, it's like, yo, he's he not that much older than us. And plus, like, he can like he can relate to us, you know, even though he's not from here. Yeah. So we was able to just dissect that whole thing. As soon as you got like that, it was like, yeah, he ain't street, he ain't none of that. But at the same time, he's not on that time to where he don't care. He, he does care, but, like, he got to. We Genuine, got, you know, yeah, we got. Because y'all say y'all felt my heart. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Because when you, like you said you felt like we, was, we felt like it was like when you left, it was like a uh, a murmur, like you know, like that. something was seven. Yeah, like, like, like a bomb was seven. Yeah, you know, but it's just like through that, we were able to accept the fact, like yo, this like even though what he was teaching us, we we we, we didn't. We didn't take it to full full advantage, but we started to understand how what you what you where you were going with that. So let's talk let's talk about that. Let's talk about physics. So what was physics like in a Mr. Nellens class, and what was your perspective on physics after that? Physics was very hip hop, and I'm not talking about rap. So break it down for me. What was Mr. Nellens? I'm like saying hip hop is it? like relatable, like pop, like you know, it's like you can understand it. It's like quick there, mm -hmm. like he. Seeing that we like basketball, he seen like we like sports, he seen that we like all this type of stuff. So he gathered that information as a legit educator. This is listen teachers, this is prom time teaching right here. <laughs> he gathered all the information from the sports to all that. Him being a knowledge physics teacher understood that physics is in everything. Yeah, absolutely. And we love basketball. We don't want to see it written or in the books like the old ways, like you, you know. But 
He taught us like physics and basketball, you know, like the way they run, the way they throw the ball, the way they shoot the ball. Everything is physics, and that helped. It's like okay, we can relate. And this was algebra-based physics. This is a senior's class. I was teaching them like algebra-based physics. We were doing forces, the triangles, the right triangles with the tension, trying to calculate the uh, net force on that. We were were breaking it down. Um, What about seminar, man? Like seminar was like when I... So I I get a lot of my stuff from you mentioned the Black Panthers. I, I that 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 undying love you talk about that genuine I get that from them reading Huey P Newton. Huey P Newton, Huey P Newton got a PhD right, but he didn't go to like to college because he went to community college and he read so many books. He was like, man, I don't need to get a job. I can just do this stuff and make a Black Panther party. You understand what I mean? He didn't really need to do that, right? But most of the most of his most of his campaign, he was in jail. He was in jail uh for a while. But he would talk about the importance of having an undying love for your people and and really, really just like taking that and 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 really, really like being empathetic, right? I think most teachers come in when we talk about in the, in the inner cities, they come in with sympathy, right? They saw them feeling sorry versus being empathetic where it's like I have to kind of like sacrifice something that I've been privileged to have, give it to someone else, right? Because, you know, we play basketball, like we, 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 I spent time, like we, like we, like, you remember we used to have rap, rap sessions just to like, like, what was the dude with the glasses? He was light skinned. He was, um, gosh, what was his name? Gosh. So let's talk about seminar. Let's talk about seminar. So yeah, who were the characters in seminar? Who were the characters in the seminar? So it was the entire, it was all boys seminar. Who was the characters? Thirty minutes, right? Who's in? Who's there? We got uh, M. Shout out to Shout out to Fat League. Steven Owens. Yup. Shout him out. We got it's Mario. Mario. We got uh. It was a lot of people, man. We ain't mentioning names. Shout out to you. And do y'all remember the uh the raps like the J Cole? Y'all remember that? Talk about that. Talk about like what we used to do, how we used to deconstruct lyrics. What, what, if y'all remember it, if not, I could probably tell you. So every time, right, when you got to class, when we get back in class, um, you know, tell us, uh, you know, have a seat. Then you'll have music playing. Normally it'll be J. Cole. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you had a um, specific song, one of my famous to be exact, uh, January 28th. Uh-huh. So you would take off one of his, like, uh, uh, of course, you would take one of his, um, one of his verses off. And then you will just implement that in one of our our lessons for the day. Yep. You know, you carry that on. So I, I think it's like you said, uh, don't don't let them take your soul. You, you, you know, and you take that as you you giving us you get you giving us quotes to where like okay, remember remember what Jericho said. You know, you know, look, look at the song. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take as soon as I get out of here. I'm that's gonna be that's gonna be in my mind. I'm like. For real, for because like I actually learned something right. that I can also relate to, not just for like I can pass the grades, just more so like I can take this and you know for life, for real, for real. Right. right. So just with that, each time like you will break down a song every day, this is like okay, we we gonna learn something new. Yeah. Despite us having physics, so that's why we was able to gain knowledge from from the course itself. Look, he was giving us real life uh, gems. That's that was the like, uh, part about that. Kind of tricked y'all to learning. Exactly. Yeah, seminar. Seminar was great. Bro. Seminar, seminar was great. It was like it was like it was like a man cave. It, it was, was a man cave. Man. 
It was in real life. It was a man cave outside of school. You know that we. And and then we gave me a. And we 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 just. And it was. Yo, all, and it, was all, it was all intellectual. Yo, Mr. Delaware, what's up? What up, fool? Yo, do y'all remember when we had? I don't know if it was a lockdown or something, and we were all in my room, and we turned into a studio. Yeah, y'all remember that? And then it was who was it? Oh my gosh! Every it was, y'all did like a y'all did like a cipher. It was like yeah. seven people on the track. We really, we really the made a studio was, inside the school. Yeah. Literally made a and studio this guy inside the school. Plans, like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Cause he a kid too at the end of the day. But but right right. So like what I did right. Cause this is why I left the school right. So I had like the little white papers and then I put the paper over it right. So people will know. But that's a that's a fire hazard. So that's probably why she did that. So she probably was doing her job. But anyways, she was hating and she literally came by like three times and like took it off. I'm like yo, you see we like you know we building. And 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 it's not about rap. It's not about music. It's about building. It's about it's about co-generating together. Like like I would have to do that just so I can figure out like how they were doing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? What you did is you broke, broke the cycle, bro. Like a lot of us don't. We don't have you didn't mm, we don't have big brothers or a, a father figure or a young man that's like teaching. Like damn, bro, we this could be us. You know. That's why it's just like you breaking the cycle. So answer, so answer that question. So like, what does a teacher? And I'm not again. I'm not tooting myself on. This is really an example of if you are effective and you put yourself in a situation where people need you, they're going and, and you're genuine about it. You're not just trying to be power hungry. You're not trying to just make a grip and trying to take advantage of people. People will not say people will serve for you, but people will die for you. People will you know support you. People will always try to help you because they want you to help them. You know what I'm saying? And and so so talk about like what is it what's the power of an effective teacher in a in a situation that needs them? What does what do they do? How do they change the dynamic of a school? We always uh, surround ourselves with negative energy and you was a positive energy. Describe that. What was the how would I be positive? Everybody everybody, I mean like you showing it that you care. You're not the same as us, but you are. Yeah. Like you've been there. Yeah. Like you, 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 you been, you know, I can like empathize. You, you, yeah. You, like you really you try to understand us. You're not just like, man, pick Y'all animals. Y'all crazy. You know, like, I'm, not about, I'm not about to. I'm not about you to really care. It. Like I said, when you say, you know, when you show us that you really care, bro, it's like, we're We'll, we'll go to war for right, them, and that, and that's more than just an assignment, right? That's more than just work. Like showing that's that you right. care. Like how do you show as a teacher? So give some advice to teachers. How do teachers show that they care to students? Just uh, not using my example. You don't have to, to be their friend. Yeah. yeah. Like, like even if your teacher got kid, you gotta always relate. It's like always relating, man. You gotta relating to the to the person you're trying to teach and letting them teach you too. It's key. I say it's 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 the it's the adult's responsibility to build that relationship with that kid, but the kid also wants to you know you know be part of that relationship as well. Right. What I mean by that is you can tell that this this person is labeled as a troublemaker, you know, but you don't know his or her background. May not have a father at the crib. May not have a mother. May be the youngest out of sit or maybe the oldest out of her. His or her siblings ain't got to take care of the family. Yeah. yeah, you know, got that responsibility of an adult on her shoulders, his or her shoulders. That's not that's not right. And then you still got to go to school and make sure you you can, you can pass because now you want to go to college to 
get get this degree and get a better you know a better job so you won't be struggling like this. Right. right. So with all this stress, that also uh, weighs on mental uh, mental illness in the black community. That that can that that impacts us. We're like, okay, I got all this, and I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to. Not necessarily cope, but I don't know how to distinguish this type of thing. Yeah, you know how to cope with it. You know? So I express it. So my, my thing is with that, that you got somebody that is a troublemaker, but you don't have an adult that's trying to guide that individual into a better route. Yeah, it can be, it, it is, that, that person can be hard-headed, but like you said, it's tedious. Like when we do work, it's tedious. When we don't understand something, it's, it's all about, we gotta, we gotta do repetition. Exactly. exactly. Right. right. Yeah, man. Effective teacher is consistent. It's you. You dare every day. You're 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 prepping. You are showing that you care about your lessons every day, and you you're in your. We talked about like you're you're giving them the keys and letting them drive sometimes. So y'all remember like when we have the points, right? right. And if y'all like show me that you can have autonomy, if you can show me that you care about the physics, you get the points. What happens? You get rewarded. Yeah, well, what we did? Y'all remember? It was a pizza. Y'all remember it was a pizza oh, party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then y'all remember it like so I got y'all the pizza, right? And then y'all was in the corner. And then it was Naja. Who else? Who it was her crew? Right. And then I was like, Miss Nello, give me your give me your phone. And then y'all just started playing. Oh yeah, it was just like a It was just I just let y'all yeah. yeah, I just let y'all, you know, I let, let y'all like kinda like yeah. let y'all know like for what you did. Right. And then and, and it, it kinda gave y'all, I felt, you know, let y'all like trust with me. Yeah. You know? So 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 let's talk about so let's talk about what you were saying as far as um people dealing with stuff, right? Right. So Detroit let's talk about the facts. So Detroit So is a city that's been affected by white flight, meaning that the economics came from this huge base that no longer lives in that area. So their tax dollars, their spending power, all that goes away. And because the economy was so focused on just a singular economy, like industry, the warehouse, and that stuff pulled down, it brought the city down. It brought the economy down. And what happens when that happens? It brings the people down that lives in that city. So growing up in Detroit, what is the plight of a? De- what is the what? It, so what? What's the? Why are why are people in Detroit misunderstood, and what don't people understand about Detroiters? They don't. We misunderstood because like you know every place gonna be misunderstood if you don't live there. I'm gonna say media for for starters. Absolutely, yeah. Like they they absolutely they think they think it's just a jungle. Yeah, yeah. It's all like killing. It's robbing. It's It's good people here too. No, it's 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 actually genuine good people that care about that neighborhood. And I'm not even referring to like entertainers and celebrities. I'm talking about just genuine people that you you don't know every day. Which you you come across young and old. Exactly. So it's just um, the media is can, can give it. They can paint a nasty picture, a nasty man. Nasty picture, and that's why I don't like about. I, I don't. I don't like about that. Um, nonetheless, though, it, it there are some things that um, a lot of Detroit natives struggle with uh, when 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 living in the city. That once they move, it is a good move for them though, because it can be drink. It can be drink because you want to see something new. Because yeah. it's, it's it's more life. It's it's more life than just Detroit history. So and, that, and that's why for those that do move. 
and don't come back, but pay you visit. Like that does a lot of good for them. And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't really understand when it, when it deals with um, the media that give us a, a negative point of view. You know, that says like, okay, they got the uh, the highest murder rate, or they got they got these these charges where this person is gang affiliated. You know, and that's that's not that. Right. You know. But, like the highest murder rate, that is the fabricated stat because we don't have that many people here. That's why it's that. You think so? Yeah. It's, it's, Chicago is never number one because it got two or three million people. Yeah. And, I, I can honestly. Most of the people is Latina and, and Caucasian. I can honestly tell you, growing up in Virginia, that stat is what causes those stereotypes. It's yeah. the murder capital. But it's only 600,000 people. But it's always the black cities, too, because yeah. New Orleans is the yeah. murder capital. You know what I'm right. saying? And I grew up in New Orleans, and I love New Orleans. Right. And that's what kind of attracted me to Detroit. It's, a, it's so many black people here. so much culture here. It's so much royalty very, here. Very you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a lot of love here. It's a lot of, of hardworking-ass people here. It's a lot of smart-ass people here, too. You know, great minds that, like, like Detroit, like, you talking about innovation? The first iPhone started in Detroit. It was the car. You know what I'm saying, Motor City, right? And 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 that 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 power is what really attracted me to the city, like the music scene, Motown, Jay Dilla. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to think what else. Um, Sports. You can say the Pistons, like the Pistons itself. Chauncey Billups, right? Like the the bad, like like just. Y'all, y'all always put in the underdog seat, but you always prevail and let no people let people know y'all bosses. You know what I'm saying? Let people know like you got New York, and then you got Detroit, and it, New York ain't Detroit, and you know what I'm saying? Like right. y'all, y'all, and and I love it, bro. Right. Stand, I love it, man. And I like the fact. That I love it. A lot of uh, rappers that's that's in this uh, that's in the city, you know, they're that's they're thriving more in the industry and like. In different parts of the country, so you got you got people that's trying to take that style of uh, of rapping, you know, from people that's Detroit natives. So it's like that's another thing that makes us unique, you know. Yeah, like yeah. Our, our style, our, our swag, you know, it's just yeah. We 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 definitely the most different city out of all the cities. When I really when you really think about it, it's and like we, we not we not as big we not bigger than you know. We definitely different. As far as like population, it's very like, different, yeah, man. Like when you talk about like Maryland and all that, it's like I can see that. But like when you like Detroit is very close to Chicago. It's two different cultures. Two different. Two different cultures. Like okay. Ohio, like 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 Ohio. Yeah, Ohio got his own culture too. It's like it's got its own little thing. I don't know. Maybe it's that Midwest, Midwest thing. the Midwest thing. Yeah. yeah like like St. Louis is different. So let me give y'all interesting fact. So you know how the South it was uh it's considered like the the slave, slave right, yeah. right? You wanna move from the south, go to the north, right? Yeah. So here's the ironic thing, right? So actually doing um um integration, uh, you know, Brown Brown versus Board. So y'all know what that was, right? No, you elaborate. So Brown versus Board was pretty much saying like if if I'm gonna go to this school, at least give me a quality education. If you're not going to give me good resources and you're not going to give me quality education, I don't want that, right? And it was really about distributing the wealth. 
and what happened was integration and we had different people go into like, you know, different uh, 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 neighborhoods to go to better schools, quote unquote. Right. And what that what that caused was pretty much the courts had to integrate schools on purpose in the South. Right. The North is perceived as what? Free. Free, right? And that was also the same uh, 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 assumption during that time. So you basically saying we free it, but how we act? Let me finish though. So, 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 but because, right? Because that assumption was on the north, they could be racist in the closet, right? Yeah, so they could be like, so pretty much what they would do was like in the south, they would say, if you segregate, that's against the law. But if I'm not segregating in the south, in the north, right? And I just say, I'm not hiring you because you're black, but I don't say that. I just do it. I'm pretty much doing the exact same thing, right? So you said, still what we got going on now. Right. The Midwest, though, is the most segregated right. out of the North and the South. Because of that, but not because of that concept that the South is like, you know, what it is, the North kind of has that, but the Midwest, you talk about Chicago, right? right. Segregated. It's very racist. Segregated. I I live there. Gary, Indiana. Yeah. Flint. The deepest person, Michigan. Think about like they actually do have um um a, um after after the sun the sunset law they actually got that over. You talking about sun the sundown towns, right? Yeah. So, right, 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 and so. Right, so that 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 and so that and that contribute to the you got the Detroit riots and you got the white flight, right? Because Detroiters, right, they wanted the middle class, the first black class, first black middle class started here, right? Black people were getting not only uh, uh nice d- double story houses, they got the car, they had the driveway, Cadillac, the Cadillac you know what I'm saying? Mink coat, balling, chilling with a with a with a blue collar job, right? What does that bring? What does that bring? If you you prominent, you got black bottom, you got all these beautiful, you know, these 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 beautiful prominent black businesses. Right. You get jealous, right? You know, you 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 want to to cuz you're no longer the 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 end all be all, right? When really you are. Right. It's just not as much as you wanted to. Uh University of Michigan uh was sued for having 15% black kids in their university. Parents were saying that black kids were taking the place of their children. And guess what? They won that suit because their because their percentage of black people in Ann Arbor, Michigan, a black like admission, we got up to fifteen percent. It has never been, I think, above ten percent since then, like ten years. And so and so and then think about y'all remember like with the election, what they were doing, outsiders Man. coming into Detroit, ain't never say nothing about helping Detroit, and never say nothing. I'm sorry, I'm getting loud. And never said about paying taxes in Detroit, and never said nothing about helping these black kids that's getting shot every every night sometimes. But when Detroit people exercise their vote, you want to now come to Detroit and say that I shit don't count. We three fifths of a human, pretty much, because when we vote, we didn't. That didn't really mean that. So you can just have the audacity to file lawsuits and throw our ballots out when you never cared about Detroit. 
Come on, bro. Live what they they right around the corner, right there, right, right there, bro. Telegraph right there, dog. Indeed. And what they say about Detroit? What they talk about Detroit? What they what they? Oh, I'm so. And so and so, man. The whole point and what I was saying. It's about integrity. It's about going somewhere and making your own. It's about making something out of nothing and building it up and having confidence in yourself and knowing that you're going to build people up, bro. Like, don't try to follow nobody. And and that's one thing I love about Detroit. Detroiters ain't never trying to follow no. Well, I say Detroit has its own culture, and that, that that's respected. Yeah, you're right. Own culture, because people follow people. Yeah, I can change that show follow people. So so, how y'all want to end this, man? What what's what's a, what's a couple things you want to get off your chest, man? I mean, I got plenty. Like I said, we was on videos. So what's what's one thing that we can do before man, we close? Talk about. I talk about. Oh, this is like I'm gonna just touch on it. We leave it. I'm gonna ask both of them like what they feel about it. Like I I talk about it a lot. Me and Joey. It's just uh, actors, man. It's like. We just when I really think about life, I just think about like. We all unpaid actors. What'd what Cole say? Niggas in the hood is the best actors. And when you really think about that, you dissect that, it's like, you telling the truth, though. You got to wear face backwards. We the ones that got to wear our face backwards. Put on a, put on a, put on a frown before they think you saw. Oh. Never smile. Because if you do, they're going to think you saw. They're going to think you saw. Unless you miss the Nellum and come with a hug. Right. <laughs> right. But right, that's what I that's no, how it was, right? Right. No, right. But I they be like, they be like, Mr. Devil, you saw him. I'd be like, I know. I'm not acting. I'm not acting. That's it. That's what that's we talking about. So since you're not faking with it, it's like, man, like we can it's just, it's just when I look at things, acting is a real thing, people. It is. It is. Absolutely. You can see, like, one day you can see the the, the, the most genuine side of somebody. One day, you be the sweetest person in the world. The next day, cut though. Yeah. All the time, they, 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 just been a wolf in sheep's clothes, you know? So it's like, it's wild. Somebody can really take advantage of that. Um, and it's I was just saying to the educators and the future educators. Um, please do not give up on these kids. Like they, like, they really need, they need, they need that extra world. Like, they need that person in their life right. that's not just the parent at home, but somebody that's what information is going to feed them and where that's going to take them in life. So please, like, don't, don't take it for granted. Teach these kids. Teacher. Yeah, I got one on too. It's like, uh, if you're already a teacher, you know, you become an educator. If you're already a teacher, become an educator. See what I'm putting down right there. And if you want to be a teacher, you know, change it to I want to be an educator. 
You know, your auntie was like, what do you want to be? What do you want to be a teacher? No, you tell her I want to be an educator. I want y'all to think about that. Just, you know, don't say I want to be a teacher. Because that's, that's not who you want to be. That's not you. That's Miss Johnson. That's Mr. Johnson. Be Tiffany or Anthony, you know. Be yourself. You're going to get through the kids all the time. Especially in a city like Detroit. And we didn't say inner city or minorities at all in this entire conversation. So I want y'all to know that. Like, this ain't about you feeling sorry right. for Detroit. Nobody want that. Okay? Right. Nobody want that. Cool. I appreciate it. That was beautiful, y'all. And I'll end on this. In the face of white supremacy and the, the era of racism, the era of white rage, and the era of white fragility, and the era of... Uh, 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 Toxic masculinity. Our kids need leaders. And the best way and the only place I feel, the most effective place to lead our kids in the classroom. And if you if you want to be the next whoever and to lead the people to the glory land, bring your butt in the classroom. Because if you can't lead 150 kids to pass or just do something positive with them lives... You might want to... Okay. All right, y'all. That's the T-Civil Podcast. Focus on providing civil solutions in the classroom. I'm Calvin Nellum, your favorite teacher, your STEM teacher. I got my brothers. What's your name, brother man? Q, Q, Q. Joey, Joey, Joey. And we here today. Thank you all so much. Peace. Yeah.